0: Hey guys welcome back and happy thursday as you guys know we're joined by two very special guests today and i absolutely cannot wait we have jamie lynn from jamie all over podcast and she's good friends with a lot of the people from the vanderpump rules cast and you might have heard her on some of the recent podcasts talking about the scan of all of it all then we have the mystery man who was seen skin i love this line the mystery man skinny dipping with ariana Maddox." We're going to get into that and bring him up too. But before we do, I just wanted to shout this out. We have partnered up with RoseForever.com. So go check them out. You can use code ADAM25 for $25 off your purchase. We have so many different versions of these roses that I'm so excited about. They keep sending them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my mom just came in town. She's like, Adam, this would be the perfect Mother's Day gift. And I'm like, yes, mom, because Mother's Day is the second Sunday of May. So who knows, Mom? Maybe you'll get one. But they're preserved for up to a year. Jason's putting all the details in the live chat. I know you guys want to get to the scandal. So smash that like button and let's welcome Jamie. Hello. Hi, Adam. My gosh, this is the first time we're so we were just talking before we came on here. You and I have seen each other in passing, probably for about I want to say at least five years.
1: At least, yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: How long ago did you leave working at sir and tom tom
0: so i worked at sir sheena got me the job um when i was 20 years old and then i did interviews for vanderpump rules and i don't know if you remember a girl well i don't want to say her name on here i'll tell you after but i did the interview her and i were in this relationship i still wasn't telling anybody i was gay and then i met my now husband and i ran away i was like Nobody thinks I'm gay, which obviously they did. I'm like, I can't tell anyone. So I ran away and left, moved to Thailand and then went to New York. Oh my goodness. I know. It's wild. The story is ridiculous. Well, I eventually came back and then my husband started working at Pump. I believe he managed it for about four years. And then I helped open up TomTom and then the pandemic hit and that's when I left.
1: Okay. So yes, definitely for at least... Five years, we've probably been bumping into each other.
0: That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And you've been around the cast. Obviously, you know, because I remember watching the show and then watching the show in production, right? We don't get to see everything. We only get an hour episode. And of course, like the most ridiculous clips are going to make it because we're filming a TV show. Yeah. All right. So now, when this whole scandal of it all broke out, What were your initial thoughts for those who haven't heard you on any of the other podcasts?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a lot of people may know, I put out an episode called Team Sheena with my friend, Kale, who was also friends with Raquel and Sheena and the whole group, really. But Kale was sort of Raquel's confidant for quite some time. So he actually had spoken to her after the scandal broke. So his voice and his point of view was sort of a missing piece in all of this shocking information because no one really knew her point of view or how she was feeling after this or even, you know, leading up to it, her behavior. So check that episode out if you guys have not seen, listened to that one yet. But when it broke, it was just shocking, shocking for all of us as well as i think anyone you know any bravo fans everyone's been shocked
0: by this everyone's been no i completely agree and then now that it's come out we of course there's more details right if he cheated on ariana once then i'm sure he's cheated on her before you have jax taylor who goes on watch what happens live last night confirms miami girl he's like i was in the bed next to them and he's like i know for a fact there were other women does that shock you at all
1: a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think we all kind of, or a lot of us who were friends and thought highly of Tom just maybe had these like rose colored glasses on, you know, and like if we did hear a little rumor here and there, it would just be like, there's no way he would do that to Ariana. Right. But other, I, I admit other people, I guess, who didn't have quite that view of him or maybe saw through some stuff or maybe were better judges of character they probably did believe it.
0: Okay. I mean, listen, that makes sense because you're saying watching, like if you were on the inside and you saw them together, you would think that they were in love. Like that this, there's no way he could do that to her, especially because she's the sweetest woman ever. Yeah. I mean, every time she would come around, she makes everybody just feel comfortable and happy. She's bubbly. Even when she's dealing with her own, Shit. You know what I mean? She still goes out of her way to be nice to everyone. And I think that also is why this turned into such a big deal. And, of course, the timeline and the longevity of their relationship. Absolutely. So when you heard about this Sheena allegedly punching Raquel... Now we know that Raquel, because I had an attorney on yesterday, Emily D. Baker, when she submitted documents for the restraining order, she ended up going to like a clinic and they looked, they said that she had a bruise on her upper eye and a mark. TMZ caught up with her yesterday and she's like, Sheena knows what happened that day. And she's like, you know, I still have, now I have a scar from Sheena. How do you feel about this? Because in my 10 years of knowing Sheena, and this is no disrespect. I know she has a lot on her plate right now. I couldn't even imagine. Like, I've seen her put into so many positions where she could pop off so easily because people push her. They would bully her. They were nasty to her. And usually when she reacts, she gets upset. But Sheena gets emotional and kind of cries. She doesn't, like, stossy the shit out of somebody and backhand them, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know that Sheena did not punch Raquel I don't want to speak any further on that just because that's not my place to discuss something if it's going to be in court but I can tell you Sheena is in glam at the moment getting ready to attend the reunion in person so
0: I love that yeah. I love that and I love that you know what too I want to speak on this really quick because Lala did a podcast yesterday with her husbands. we know Logan no and Leo my gosh Leo I remember the days when he was managing pump as well and then
1: And Tom Tom, Tom. Tom,
0: right? And Tom Tom, yep. Oh, those were some fun times. But (laughs) I also went to Disney with him one time and that was, I remember, well, I'll tell you these stories later. So many behind the scenes stories. This is a fun group, right? It is. So Lala goes on this podcast, her podcast, and she's talking about, guys, so the reunion is tomorrow and we're not allowed to have our phones because there is a leak. And they're like, who's the leak? And she's like, I just want to say my husbands have seen some shit with Lord Voldemort, the man who we shall not name the LA times is naming him enough. And she's like, they haven't said anything. So they're good. But who I feel like is leaking this information. I think it's my cast members who trust in their friends a little bit too much or these people who follow them around. And those are the people who are leaking. And that kind of sucks too, because that would be like a, that could easily fall on your lap, my lap, Brett's lap. I mean, it could be anyone who's around the guy. Yeah, category. I don't I don't
1: like and this is no shade to Lala, but I don't like when people say things like that and then just leave it open-ended for people to speculate who she's speaking about. First of all, do you know what the leak even is? Cuz I was so curious what what even got out.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too because for the most part, I mean, if there was something that was so wildly leaked, I mean, no one heard of it. <laughs> No one heard of it because everything else is made making page six. I mean, the scandal is actually becoming tabs on CNN and all over the place, major media outlets. So if there's something to be leaked, normally I would just think it was Dumois. Right. Yeah. But I don't know what the hell was leaked. Yeah, I
1: don't know what was leaked, which I'm so curious. And I wanted to ask Sheena, but I was just like, you know what? I don't want to bother her. She's like in reunion mode. She's, you know, preparing mentally for this. So I didn't want to be like, hey, what was the leak? But I'm I am curious. So I was wondering if you knew. But also, I think Lala said something like her castmates just pick up anyone off the street. And I don't I don't know who she's referring to because everyone that I know that's in this group has been in this group for years and years. And nothing you know has been leaked you know like we all know so much stuff so who is she even referring to that picks up people off the street and just gives them information
0: right because i mean that does make sense because a lot of people if anyone i feel like out of the friend group i i know that everyone's super friendly right for the most part but i feel like and this isn't just because You know, all eyes are on him right now. But Tom Sandoval is the one who is the most kind of like, oh, hey, come in here. Join the party. You know, just like more trusting with people like that in that way, because there's a lot of yes people. But when you see photos of the cast with their friends, like Jesse Montana, you see Brett, you see you, you see Brad, you see Logan. These people have been around for a long time
1: yeah yeah. so that's why I'm wondering who who it is or who she's referring to or if it even happened at all.
0: yeah, I agree with that. We'll be on standby for that one. Guys, almost a thousand in the room, so go ahead smash that like button and show some love for Jamie. But I also wanted to talk to you a little bit before we get into the episode, and your name was dropped multiple times, and I can't wait for you to clear something up for me. But this reunion, Sheena's attorney just spoke out, page six got the exclusive, and he's like, guess what, or she, he, I didn't even read the name, was like, guess what, Sheena will be there. She fully anticipates being there in person. And I mean, I don't know if Raquel's going to be there or not. Keeps calling her Rachel, I get it. But they do have to be 100 yards away. And we understand since the restraining order is in place, it's not Raquel who would get in trouble for talking to Sheena. It's Sheena who would get in trouble for talking to Raquel. I have a conspiracy theory, and I want to hear your thoughts. What is it? I feel like what they're going to do is bring Sheena in, They're going to, which rightfully so, this is a huge season for her. It's like her happily ever after. They're going to bring her in. They're going to play her wedding package. They're going to talk to her about the Katie, Schwartz, and Raquel of it all. And then they're going to ask her what went down in New York. Then I think Andy Cohen's going to throw it to a break and be like, all right, guys, well, due to unforeseen circumstances or the restraining order of it all, we're going to have to let Sheena and Brock go. And when we get right back, when we come right back, we will be joined by Raquel. Phase her out, 100 yards away, bring in Raquel.
1: That's a great theory. And there's other things we may not know that may have happened prior to the reunion where they might even be allowed to be in the same room together. I don't know. So we will know in a few hours, I guess. But that's a
0: great theory, Adam. I mean, listen, I'm I'm over here with the conspiracies. And, get- <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of people will just take, the, take a theory and be like, I know for a fact. I don't yeah. know for a fact. Nobody yeah. knows. We won't know until everybody gets out of the reunion and then maybe we'll get a leak. I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Now, again, before we jump right into all of this, we also know that TMZ caught up with Rachel yesterday. Hmm this okay my thing is when they catch up with ariana she's so quick they ask her questions and she's like you know um i i don't know like what do you think and okay well how did you find me and she's like very kind of funny with them, trying to buy her time until she gets to her car and then she's like bye and takes off and then raquel just happens to be sitting in one lonely chair in the cold in los angeles right outside of a nail bar it
1: was a little suspicious. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've i been hearing things at this particular company that was called, is the company that you call when you want to get cut by the paparazzi, not TMZ in particular, but I think there was a, was a back grid or something like that, whoever was asking her the questions. Right. But um, I don't know if it was staged or not, because honestly, it's like, is that even a good PR strategy to do that? I, I
0: don't know. I mean... We're talking about Raquel. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I really, that's not even shade. I, I don't know at this point where her judgment is because it's like, it's it's hard to, it's hard to know what's going on in Raquel's head. It really is. Like, who knows? And with this, I, I'm just surprised because I know for a fact, I do a lot of the talent interviews and housewife interviews and they get in a lot of trouble if they leak things, if they do press interviews without, without asking for permission, they can get fined. Yeah. And yeah. as you probably know, I'm sure they wait to get most of, or part of their paycheck until after they film the reunion. So if they do get fine, Bravo or NBC will just take that money out of the paycheck and then hand them their paycheck. It's not like they're sending them a bill in the mail. They're like, oh no, we'll make sure we get our money and we will teach you not to run your mouth and ruin this for the rest of the viewers. And when TMZ or whoever it was, paparazzi were asking Raquel questions, I'm like, girl, did you you need to take notes for Mariana? You can't say shit. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, I don't I do not get it and it doesn't I mean it doesn't fare well for the reunion or for Bravo because obviously they wanted to be the first to get that information. So it just it seems odd to me, but I guess I'm not surprised because this whole thing seems odd to me, <laughs> you know? I'm I can't I don't know that I could be shocked anymore when it comes to this. So I mean That's where we're at.
0: That's that's probably the best way to put this. All right. So I want to now jump into all of this from the episode, if you don't mind, because I have just questions for you um, based off of what we're watching on TV. And I understand that we're watching it through a totally different lens now, which is wild. Yeah. And I'm sure it's just going to get more cringe because this is episode seven and I believe we have 16 episodes, not counting the reunion.
1: I know there's at least eight more Maybe yeah. more than that, but yeah.
0: That's crazy. So this is just going to be, this is going to live with us for like the next three months.
1: Oh yeah. Everyone is going to be watching this with new eyes.
0: With new for eyes. sure,
1: Yes. Okay. And, and maybe with a queasy stomach as well, like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially because you're on the inside of all of this, right? You know, you're around everyone. You probably feel duped too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had a conversation with Kel- Wednesday, before she went on watch What Happens Live, she called me from New York. We spoke for 30 minutes. And that was the day that I had just gotten my ADHD diagnosis. And I was on the phone with Sheena and I was kind of like crying and just kind of coming to terms with my past and just discussing it. And she was like, I want to call you when I get back to my hotel room. And I was like, Yes, please do. And we had a a conversation about it and she was so kind and so understanding and talked me through it. So it's just hard for me to reconcile my friend doing this to my other friend. So yeah, it's obviously Ariana has the brunt of this pain, but, and then, you know, there's people who were even closer to Raquel. Brett was one of them and Sheena obviously And, you know, and then there was my friendship with her, which I don't claim to be super close with her like Sheena was, but we were friends, you know, and we would always be at events together. We would make plans together. We would talk on the phone. And I always thought she was just a kind person. So and the fact that she called me and talked me through that meant so much to me on that day. And then all of that happens later that night. It was just so shocking.
0: I mean, and now since you have been so close to everybody for a while do you feel like this is a totally different version of Raquel that without knowing about the scandal but a totally different version of Raquel that we're seeing play out on our screens i don't
1: think so you know like if if i didn't have this information and know what was happening i would be watching this and i wouldn't think anything of it but now, like I said, now it's like your blinders are off. And now you see the little signals and the looks and stuff. But I don't know that I would have picked up on it and it would have just made me believe it was her acting her, you know, her usual character.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So as we go through this episode, we know we start out with boys night and James is getting visibly upset because it seems like he's trying to change for his new girlfriend Allie, which by the way, she's such a sweetheart. And it seems like he's trying to do the right thing and he feels like he's in a place like, wait a minute, I brought her into this group and now you guys are treating me like I'm secondhand with these secondhand invites and what is going on here? I feel like he thinks he's kind of on the outs right now. Were you shocked by the way that the cast started kind of gravitating more towards Raquel as opposed to James?
1: At the time, I wasn't shocked because I was closer with Raquel. And obviously, after her breakup, you want to support your friend. And James and I are cool. I actually really like James. But no, I I wasn't seeing these things. And in fact, I was sitting there on the side with Kale at the boys night thing at Mondrian watching this whole filming thing go down and watching James storm off and leave and saying he's he's out of there. But no, never once did it occur to me that he felt, you know, he was now being left out. But then when I saw last night's episode where he's then saying it again at Tom and Ariana's, Ariana's pool party, then I, I definitely felt bad for him.
0: Okay, so when Raquel ends up walking up to James at Sir, and she's like... I just wanted to check up on you and make sure you were okay after the way you left the Mondrian. And I don't know um, if you're going to the pool party, but Tom Sandoval said, you know, told me to invite you when you saw that. Of course, we're a different lens. We know.
1: That's weird. And to me, I can say these things. That sounds like production saying, go have this conversation with him and we're going to film it.
0: Right, right. No, of course. And I remember, I mean... Without saying what scenes they were, I remember when they would have to, you know, keep their outfits, know what their looks were in case they had to do pickup shots or refilm something. Maybe the audio didn't read all the way through. I remember one time Stasi having a breakdown. I think it was season three when they were trying to have her come in and confront somebody. And she was in the alleyway of Sir. And she's like, I'm not doing it. Stop trying to push me to do that. I'm not doing it. And she was screaming at them because they were like, listen, this is going to make for great TV. And she's like, I don't care. And I remember I was so new to being around all of this. And I thought in my head, oh, wow. Like this is so, that was the first time I realized that production sometimes, a lot of times, can have a hand in pushing you to be a little uncomfortable and say things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily normally say.
1: There's that. Yeah. And then there's the aspect like, you know, you know, all those pickup scenes and stuff if they miss something, thing, you know, but in general, it's not something like the hills where it's they're fed lines, you know, it's and you know that. But yeah, there are those little elements because they are still filming a show and they may not have caught the right audio or the right angle and something. And they will say, can you reenact this for sure? But I totally get Stasi not wanting to even participate in something like that.
0: I agree with that. You know, she's very, she's very, I mean, Stassi's a strong woman. So she was like, no, you're not going to make me look like an asshole. I got this. All right. So now as we keep going, the mid-season trailer came out and I know that we ended off this week's episode with the mid-season trailer. And I thought it was so interesting because while people are talking about the scandal it's like they want to believe that there was something that Ariana, contr- you know, did to contribute to Tom Sandoval doing what he did with Raquel. So they're picking everything apart. We're, you know, hearing Tom Schwartz mention open relationships, potential threesomes. And then there's part of the video that shows your good friend, my friend, Brett Kenyon, right? In the video, you see Brett skinny dipping. I just want to say... Brett's in the back room right now. We're about to bring him up. I love this. And I don't mean to put Brett on blast, but I remember when I would talk to Brett at Tom Tom and he used to go to Palm Springs and in Palm Springs, you go to these hotels and I, I would just think it's wild. And he would say, yeah, people skinny dip. And I'm like, skinny yeah. dip. I can never let like the cha-chas and all of that out. Like I'm I, i I'm like, how? And he's like, listen, it's fun. You got to live, Adam. I'm like, I don't know about that. But watching him in the mid trailer, I'm like, that's just Brett. That's but, just
1: Brett. Yeah. It's
0: just Brett. And then everyone wants to run with something. So they're like, oh, this must be someone that Ariana is potentially seeing or maybe this contributed to the whole scandal ball. I'm going to welcome Brett so he can speak on this with us.
1: Yeah.
2: Hey, guys. Hi,
1: Brett. Hi, Brett.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me, Adam. Oh, my gosh. I miss you. I miss you, too. It's been so long. Yes, it has
0: been so long. I mean, and for those of you who don't know, I was always, Brett, I was always so calm and chill at TomTom, right? Never like totally crazy or nasty or no, no, I was a tyrant you're, at TomTom. You were
2: never mean at all.
0: No, I was, I was a terror. I apologize.
2: <laughs> no, I missed you there. Yeah.
0: Wait, are you still there?
2: One day a week. I quit for a little bit and then I came back after my ex and I broke up.
0: Okay. So everybody, you can go see the mystery man at TomTom. Brett, everyone's talking about you right now. You made page six. I mean, how do you feel about this? Because obviously you you woke up not knowing. Page six doesn't just reach out to you and say, hey, we're going to write a story about you. They just put it out there and I'm sure your phone blew up. What was your initial reaction?
2: Yeah, I woke up from a text from my mom and she was like, did you talk to Us Weekly and TMZ? And, like, was naming all these tabloids. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, no. And then I was, read the headlines, and I was like, Mystery Man Speaks Out. And I'm like, oh. I was like, I made a TikTok that said, like, hey, guys, I'm gay. That way people, like, wouldn't, like, go crazy and attack Ariana, because people were, like, thinking I was some rebound. And so, I was like, let me clear the air on TikTok. And then all the tabloids just picked that TikTok up and ran with it.
0: Okay, and do you feel like do you feel like people were trying to find a reason or something behind the scenes that Ariana could have done to make Tom Sandoval feel like it was okay to carry on this seven eight month affair?
2: I, I'm sure there's some people. I w- I would certainly hope not because that's like no. no awesome I don't point. mean like close people. I mean like fans. Fans, yeah. I'm sure there. I'm sure there was. I'm sure that's part of the reason why they put that in the trailer in the first place. You know what I mean? Because there's always people who see both sides of situations. Absolutely.
0: And I mean, I think sometimes, and I know that both of you know, because you're behind the scenes a lot, you see Vanderpump roles being filmed. So you know how this works. But a lot of people who might not be so privy to the TV production of it all they don't realize that these are the shock moments that kind of get you. It's the dramatic music. It's like, Ooh, who's that? It's, it's just all of the questions that you need to be answered. So in order to get them answered, you have to watch the show. I mean, it's, it's a great TV.
2: Totally. Yeah. It's a good tactic.
0: And Brett, I wanted to ask you real quick to the same question that I asked Jamie, um, just to see how you feel about this, because at first I kind of felt awkward because I got a couple DMs about it and, Lala Kent went on and I love Lala. I think she's great. She's always so sweet to me, but she went on her podcast and she was talking about how today, since they're filming the reunion, they have to hand over their phones because there was a leak and Lala. Jamie made a great point. She left it pretty open and she was like, I don't think it's any production. I don't think it's anyone from production. I don't think it's any of the cast members. I feel like the cast members are trusting these randos Who are around with information that they shouldn't have, and those are the people who are leaking. But then it automatically makes me think of me, you, Brett, Jamie, Brad, Logan, Logan, Leo. You know what I mean, right? Did you feel? I mean, now that you
2: know this, does that make you? Does that give you anxiety at all? Um, no, because I don't leak anything, (laughs) right? I'm if I ever talk about something, I'm pretty vague. I'm pretty like, you know what I mean. I don't like really try to buy into that stuff it doesn't like excite me right and like if if fans dm me i'm usually very general or if if i respond at all i'm pretty general i don't like say xyz here's everything that's going on blah 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 because like that's so. i'm not getting paid for that absolutely and you know
0: jamie too i think if you were like the cast is smart. When you're on TV, you're smart. Production is also smart. They know who they can and can't trust. You both would not be around like this friend group who are really your friends. You wouldn't be around this long if you were the type of people to take every little conversation and be like, okay. And then go on your Instagram and DM page six and be like, I got the shit.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: and and all that stuff comes out anyway. I mean, we did have one person hanging around years ago and then we heard that he was trying to sell stories to uh, Us Weekly and other magazines. And then we're like, okay, we don't trust this person anymore. But it's yeah. like, it always comes out. So we will I'm sure we'll figure out who this one was too. Brett, I don't even know what the leak was. Do you?
2: I have no clue what the leak was. That was the first time I heard of that. But we yeah. are very intuitive. So um, usually we can feel out people.
0: <laughs> who the leak is. Yeah. No, and... Now, since none of us know what the leak is, I know the who is really important, but it's really what is the actual information that was leaked. It kind of makes me wonder if production just didn't want to take their phones away, so you know nothing gets out at the reunion, so nobody's texting any inside information because these are the highest ratings that Vanderpump Rules has seen in a long time. I mean, after season eight, after the pandemic, I feel like the cast could confidently say that they were not confident. And knowing that they would have a job next season. Yeah. And now they I mean, know.
1: Was, was the leak even just Raquel speaking to TMZ? Was that it?
2: Maybe. I that was cringe. I'm so sorry. Like, why would you speak to someone the night before the reunion? Not to go on a tangent, but like that in itself, they have to be pissed about that, right?
0: Well, and that's what I was telling Jamie is, yeah, because you're about to sit on a re I mean, you're you're going to the reunion. They need this footage, they need to know that this is going to be specific to this franchise, not already blasted out there on TMZ. It's like, I don't know if you guys watch Potomac, but it's like when Robin Dixon didn't want to share anything about her husband allegedly having an affair. And then she's like, well, since the season wrapped up and I got paid for that, I'm going to sell the real story on Patreon. And Bravo was pissed because Mm -hmm. they're like, wait a minute, we pay you a shit ton of money for this. What Mm -hmm. are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... I was talking to Jamie about this week's episode. Of course, Brett, you know that we're watching this through a totally different lens, as I've said multiple times already.
2: Um, Did you watch last night's episode? I watched about half of it. So I still have half to watch this morning. That's why,
1: Brett, that's why I called you and you didn't answer because I wanted you to fill me in on it because I only watched it at Sheena's like a week ago when she got it in advance. Um, And there was so much I couldn't hear because there were a couple other girls there and everyone was like. Chatting away. So I was going to call you and I was like, Brett, fill me in, but you didn't answer. But now you you didn't even see it anyway. But I think I I remember it for the most part.
0: You remember it for the most part? Yeah. Okay. Well, in this episode, we see Raquel finally standing up for herself against Lala. And when she and Brett, if you didn't watch the whole thing, Raquel is like, I feel confident now because Lala's been bullying me. And she's like, "I, I feel like I finally, like I'm coming into my own, I can stand up to her. And she ends up saying to Lala, yes, you are a mistress bimbo. And Lala, of course, she's fans either love her or they hate her. She's kind of polarizing in that way because she just doesn't care. She likes to pop off. And she'll tell you, I know when the cameras are on and I know when they're off. When they're off, this is not how I normally act. When they're on, I'm getting paid to do this.
2: Right.
0: But for Raquel, she's usually pretty timid. Does that shock you that she's now after this whole breakup with James, she's kind of coming into that. I'm going to stick up for myself. You.
2: Um, I mean, I feel like she definitely stepped into her own, but like it was, well, now we know it was not in the best way. Um, so it was almost like polar opposites. It's like, she went from being timid and too scared to speak up to like being like, F you, I'm going to say what's on my mind, but it's like, it's, she should have just found a middle ground. So I guess, I guess that's a little shocking because well, I think. Also,
1: I mean, Brett, the hypocrisy of her calling La a mistress when at that moment right. she had We're already banged answers. Sandoval
2: and exactly. she was in his
1: and we, house.
2: And we do we know the timeline of this yet? Because I have no clue the yes. timeline. Yes. It's going to be a lot to talk about the timeline. It was
1: before they hooked up before that pool party. So she was standing in that house calling wow. La a La mistress when she had already banged Tom.
0: And Brett didn't watch the rest of the episode. Jamie couldn't sit there and hear everything because all (laughs) of the girls are talking. So I'm like, wait, hold on. I just want to see if you guys clock this part because James is getting pissed off that Raquel and Lala are arguing over the fact that Lala hooked up with James years ago, but this is new information to her. And she looks at James and she's like, do you know how that makes me feel? Do you know how emotional that is for me to know that you guys did that? And I'm thinking- you are in this woman's house. Yeah. She is the only one sticking up for you. You're swimming in her pool, banging her man. Are you not thinking if this emotionally took a toll on you that it would not emotionally take a toll on her who just lost her dog? She's lo- She lost her grandmother. She's going through and ve- being very open about mental health and sometimes struggling because life is not always perfect. And you are a good friend to her. You spend Thanksgiving with her. You're hanging out. You're around. You're privy to more information than anyone. The high highs and the low lows, You oh. she confides in you. And you're yeah. banging him?
2: It's almost I, like she was using the past of everyone else to justify what she yeah. was doing. And that's I why she that. did do that. Because it's like, how the F, can we start in here? Like, how the,
0: <laughs> You're
2: okay. how can you, like, do that? Like, and I just think that was her, like, right,
1: like, in her head at the moment, justifying her actions based on how people treated her. You mm-hmm. know, I, and I think she was setting up her defense already, at least to herself, to justify it to herself.
0: Totally. Jamie, I feel like you're totally spot on with this. And I want to get into something just a little bit more positive because I always listen, I built my whole channel on positivity. I spent like four years being a terror at TomTom. Tom, so I was like, you know what? Let's let's flip the script a little bit. We're going through a pandemic, so much negative in the world. Let's focus on the positive. We're not dropping exactly. bombs around here. We have Sheena's beautiful wedding. Yes. <laughs> Jamie, you went. I did.
2: Brett, did you go? I went, yeah. That's where I his pool, where pool scene, pool scene <laughs> happened.
0: That's where the pool scene was?
2: Mexico, I got everyone to skinny
0: dip. Of course you did. I remember when you used to tell me about your skinny dipping escapades in Palm uh, Springs. And I, I used to say, that many. I'm like, Brett, is that not like a big cesspool? And you're like, no, it's fun, Adam, live a little. And I'm like, yeah. I can't live a little like that with everybody just having their, you know, out in the pool. Like, I don't know what's going you know, I'm
2: like I, an air sign, I'm very free. I don't know what's your sign, Adam.
0: Cancer, I'm just super emotional. Oh,
2: babe, that's why. Okay, it's fine.
1: Oh, I've seen Brett in out. a pool in Palm Springs being carried around like a baby by this daddy <laughs> and just like, oh, like just live. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I'm leaving, I'm gonna go to this orgy. Can I see that? <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> yes.
2: whatever. Listen, that was part of my spiritual awakening. I did Molly. <laughs> And then I went to Mexico. Anyways, it's a story for another time, Jamie. Okay.
0: It's a story for another time. Wait, Brett, were you naked when you were getting carried around?
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, no, because Gina and everyone was there. Still, it wasn't until later that I was naked.
0: Okay, okay. So thank you for clearing that up for us. That we really appreciate it, Jamie. <laughs> your name is getting mentioned so much on this week's episode. Everyone's like Jamie, Jamie. And then of course there is somebody who's you know helping Ariana and Katie with the sandwich shop and that woman's name is Jamie. So now I'm just like, Adam, huh? That was me. Wait, that was you. (laughs) Yes. So then hold on. I'm confused. Why is Katie talking about you in the confessionals? Like, sorry that Sheena's friend. Exactly. Wait. I mean,
1: are we surprised?
0: I mean, no,
2: (laughs) there's going to be, there's going to be, I wonder if it's going to air, but there's going to be another point in the season, possibly where Katie acts like she doesn't know someone, a.k.a. me. I think that's something Katie just does. I don't know who you are, even though she's known you for years. I don't know why she does that. Sorry, I'm done.
0: No, no, no. I don't think that that's like, that's not, that can't be totally shocking to Katie because I just sent her a DM the other day because I, I saw her at BravoCon. I, when I worked at Sir 10 years ago, when all of this was first coming out, and I remember Kristen Doty telling me how famous she was on Twitter And I just like, that was the time. And I just remember one day Katie was sitting there. I don't know if it was roll-ups or napkin folds, whatever. And we were talking and she was asking me, what do you want to do with your life? So then I asked her, what are your plans? And she said, well, maybe I can convince Lisa Vanderpump one day to invest into a dry bar. And we had the best conversation and, you know, I I met shorts my first gay pride, he got me super swasted pants. That's where I met Jason, my husband. So it's like I've known you guys for a long time. And then when I saw her at BravoCon, I was I walked up just like I'm the Bambi-eyed bitch, like, "Hey!" And she's like I'm like, "Maybe
1: she has a memory problem. I don't know. Maybe she's suffering from early dementia. Who
0: knows?" Oh, well, I actually DM her and I said, "Did I I mean Nobody tried to get me to make out with your ex-husband. So did I do something? And she's like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, oh, okay, this is just you. Okay. At least now I know that makes a lot more sense. But yeah, thank you for clearing that up, Jamie, because I was like, I'm so confused. How many Jamie's are there? Just one. Yeah, I felt like I was watching the Real Housewives of New Jersey with like three Joes. I'm like, I don't know <laughs> what space to put a Jamie to. So, okay. Although now, no, I,
1: I think that um, LVP also has her realtor who is a man named Jamie. So there may be two mentioned this season, but I'm the only female Jamie.
0: Well, you're the only Jamie that matters to us. Thank you. So, sorry to the realtor, but we we give you mad respect. Now, anyways, Jamie, <laughs> we're hearing about you not being able to get your room because there was a whole discrepancy and I saw, and I didn't catch a screenshot of it, but you clarified this. You broke this down on your Instagram stories because I'm sure people were blowing up your DMs saying, What happened? Why weren't you able to stay at the resort? At the end of the day, did you end up staying at the resort or no?
1: I did. And Brett ended up staying with me. Um, Nice turn of events. But yeah, long, long long situation. But to kind of, long story short, I know there was some confessional moments with Katie where she said, it's not my fault if Sheena's bridesmaid didn't book her hotel on time. Well, the thing is, I booked my hotel in April. Katie was the one holding out booking her room. Cause she wanted to make sure that one, it was going to be filmed and two production was going to pay for her to go there. So for her to turn around and say, I didn't book my room in time when she didn't like, I mean, she booked it in time, but she was probably one of the last people to book it and, Kind of for she reasons too, because at that point she was friends with Sheena, but she was holding out to make sure it was going to be filmed before she would go. So to say that I waited to the last minute, that is not true at all. I booked, I was probably one of the first ones to book, which was in April. But the situation was when I put down my deposit, the card that I put my deposit on was expiring in July. Now, normally with a hotel, you put down your deposit, which is like usually one night's fee. And then when you check in, you pay the rest at check-in. Yes, it's my fault that I didn't look into fine print and realize they were going to run that same card two weeks before check-in. I've never heard of a hotel doing that. So, okay, I will take the blame in that I didn't realize my expired card on file was going to be ran for the balance before check-in, two weeks before check-in. So two weeks prior to that, I get an email saying that my room was canceled. I'm freaking out because I call back and I'm like, I didn't cancel this. What happened? And they were like, oh, well, we emailed you and we needed you to update your card. And I was like, I didn't get the email. I only got this email two hours ago. And then they were telling me that they were sold out. So I get off the phone and I call Brett. And I'm like, I need your help because I'm going to flip out on these customer service people and I don't want to do that. Will (sighs) you call with me and will you like talk to them nice and try to get my room back? So we call back on three way basically, and then all of a sudden my anger just took over, and I, <laughs> I started screaming at the woman, and I was like, "You never sent me that email. Prove it. Show me that you sent it to me." And they were like, "Well, we can't do that." And Brett was on the the phone for all of that. But I mean, if I, if I need to take blame for anything, it's that I didn't know that they were going to run an expired card two weeks before check in. I thought I was going to pay the balance at check in. So I it was not even on my radar oh, that the card sorry. that I paid my deposit on was expiring in July. So if people want to call me an idiot for that, okay, go ahead. I don't care.
0: Well, I want to defend you on that for a second because in my experience and over the last like 2 years since I started my channel, we've been flying out a lot and you know, normally I give my card to book my reservation and then they have the card on file and then when I check out they ask me do you want to use the card on file? Yes. Or do you want to pay another way? Because they wait till the end to see what incidentals you rack up. It's not like they just charge you at the beginning. And I understand it's a resort, so it's an all-inclusive. Everything's included. I get that. But even at all-inclusive, sometimes you can still go into the gift shop, charge something to your room. Like they wait for you. There's still premium things that you can charge to the room. And usually they allow you to do that and they wait for you to kind of rack up the tab. That's the whole game. It's like being a server trying to rack up the bill.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, it it was a different form of hotel practices. I was not used to that. And that's, that's what happened. It's not that I waited too long to book. It's not that my deposit didn't go through. So, and it was like, I had no say in this even being a storyline on the show. I didn't know it was going to be. I'm surprised that it even was because it's just so mundane compared to everything else going on. I like that. You know, now it's it's just it's blown up for some reason. And people are just like, why didn't Sheena's Bridesmaid book on time? And it's like, oh, my God, if you're going to use this for your storyline, at least get it right.
0: Right. Well, of course. And, you know, I also saw and I felt so bad for you where people were like just automatically assuming that you were it wasn't just a hotel for you. You were bashing the entirety of Mexico and you're like now defending yourself. Like that is not what I'm saying. And I'm like, this is- Okay,
1: so I was getting like screenshots of Reddit comments and someone actually said, I don't believe this because Mexico has great customer service. I was like, wait a minute, you're speaking for an entire country's customer service? Like how ridiculous is that comment? As if like hotels don't ever make mistakes. Like, yes, their mistake was in- not emailing me and claiming that they did to ask me to update the card like that would have been a great courtesy or were they required to do that probably not but they told me that they did and they didn't but I mean yeah the the reddit comments that people were sending me were ridiculous and then there was another one that really really bothered me because I have people who follow me and people who listen to my podcast they're in like hard financial times the Country has like gone so much de- like in the I can't say the word I want to say, but in the s h i you know er, and I just feel bad for people who couldn't afford a fourteen hundred dollar hotel room. So for this woman on Reddit to be like, oh, her, her deposit probably didn't didn't go through. She's a broke B I T am like, you know what? There's so many people reading this that couldn't afford that, and you're not insulting me. You're insulting all of them. You right. know. And I had people like. DM me, they're like, thank you for saying that. I'm struggling to put food on my table and feed my kids. Like, how dare this person make fun of me for not being able to re- afford this luxury vacation? So that's that's why I wanted to speak up. And I think I learned my lesson. I'm just like, you know what, you can't change people's minds. If they want to not like you for some ridiculous reason, you can't convince them otherwise. So I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done responding to anything negative.
0: I feel like it's like an art to kind of like, it's like you're matrixing like negative comments, especially when you put yourself out there on a platform, whether it's on a TV show, a podcast, a YouTube show, and it doesn't matter. You can do everything right and you still did everything wrong. So sometimes that's so defeating and exhausting and just mentally, emotionally, all of those things. But I really do, I have so much respect and I commend you for sticking up for people because it's not, $1,400 is $1,400. And contrary to what some people might believe or think, Brett knows, we know it takes you some time to make $1,400. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like yeah. people aren't just like pissing $1,400 away. I love how you're like spelling everything out. You're like spelling out shitter. And I'm like, just, Oh, I didn't
1: kidding. know if I could curse on here. Oh, I'm you can sorry. say whatever you
0: want. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, cause it's live. I don't want you to get fined. I don't know how this oh, works. No,
0: you're, you're okay. But I really, <laughs> I really appreciate that. I wanted to um, ask you both now something else. And it's, it's like sort of a behind the scenes, but it's really not. It's i I would never want to get you guys in trouble, and I don't think this this would get you in trouble at all. Um, I was just curious for viewers because we got the foreshadowing of you know it was when Sheena was talking to Katie, and she's like, "Last time I got married, Christina Kelly and Stassi were sitting there like two mean girls making fun of my you know wedding dress, calling it a skinky girl's quinceañera dress with the crop top and all of that." And they were laughing the whole time. So no, I don't want you and your negative energy there on my special day. Fast forward two weeks later, they're watching from the balcony, even though they said that they wouldn't. But watching it, it's like if they're watching from the balcony and you can see in that shot, everyone's watching from the balcony or there. I mean, there's balconies all around. So a lot of people could be watching. You're filming a huge TV show. Do they just shut down like um, the middle part of the resort? And unless you have like a pass to get in for this specific event, you... You, even if you're staying at the resort you can't like walk through do you
2: remember to, brett They did it um when i there yeah there was security like there's like a bridge so there's a pool and then there's a bridge and i think there was security but like they didn't check anything like like someone probably could have come in like a tux and just like walked in or whatever and like if they acted like they knew what they were doing i'm sure someone could have easily crashed it but yeah, they just like shut down that one section of the resort. But I don't recall like having to flash anything, right, Jamie?
1: No, no, I don't recall either. I think
2: uh, I don't think production. If had someone brought some dress clothes.
1: They probably could have joined us at the party.
2: Yeah, yeah literally, yeah. probably people could have crashed it, which is actually kind of crazy. They were just very trusting, and people kind of stayed away.
0: Um, yeah, that's wild to me. But okay, but it, at the end of the day, it was a beautiful wedding, and fans should be
2: excited to watch, right?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So gorgeous. Literally, like, I'm so excited to watch it.
0: My gosh, I can't wait. I was talking to Sheena the other day and I felt like, you know, at the very beginning when they kicked off this season, especially the first episode, I'm like, why are they? And I even said this to her when I flew to L.A. and I did her podcast with her. I was like, why did they like have like these little clips of you as if like. First of all, do people not remember that you were the catalyst for this show? You were the reason that Vanderpump Rules had the segue from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Did we just lose that after 10 seasons? It doesn't matter anymore. There's no merit to it. I was a little confused. But then I'm like, why are they giving you so little screen time on episode one? But then I said to her, I'm like, you know what really matters is like you finally have your half happy- half." happy ending. I was going to say happily ever after, but happy ending with Brock. You have a beautiful little baby and that is going to be the best home video ever. The best footage of this very special day. And I think that, I mean, minus Katie and Christina Kelly watching from the balcony, I guess. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Katie. All right. Now moving forward, as we go through the rest of this season, we have Andy Cohen who keeps going on radio Andy and he's like, I am shooketh. My mouth is dropping. Now that I'm watching it, knowing about the scandal, you guys are going to be shocked. And I know that the cast, of course, now since they're filming the reunion today, they have to see all of the episodes, right? So yeah. they have to watch them all in order to know what's going to be talked about and get ready for this. So the episodes are edited. We're here. We're we're going through it. Do you think um because sometimes and I, this is nothing against Andy Cohen sometimes either talent or producers or execs will tease in order to keep you watching do you think it's going to be as cringe or great to watch as it's being teased to be yes yeah yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's definitely um i don't know if as cr- cringe is the right word but also it's it's sad it's sad and it like it almost it just it makes me sick to my stomach really I mean, it's, but for viewers who weren't, you know, in the inner circle and, and knowing these people, um, I think that it will have them glued to every episode and just eagle eyes, basically.
2: I agree with that. Yeah, it's going and, back to, like, the old VPR days of, like, the just the messiness and the emotions, you know, that, that was kind of lacking in the last season.
0: I mean, I love the old VPR days, and I love the fact that I feel like they have their mojo back. I hate that it's off of the back of this because I feel like it's very terrible. But I think it's like one of those things when, you know, like after a storm, what is it? Like the cliche thing of like after a storm, you get a rainbow. Like I feel like Ariana, Ariana, I always say this to her. I'm like, do I call you Ariana or Ariana since she started at Sir, And she's like, you can call me whatever you want. And I'm like, no. Ariana
2: like or Brianna. It's like, it's the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is so confusing for me. I just want a straightforward answer. And she's like, I don't have one to give you. And I'm like, oh. Okay.
1: Yeah, she's fine with either way.
0: Yeah, she's fine with either way. Um, Thank you for sharing, Jamie Lynn. Yes, absolutely. And then I wanted to address this really quick. Taurus Moon, wow, Adam, you don't like Katie. Why? That is absolutely not true. I like Katie. I just, maybe like many others, did not necessarily understand why I felt like such a stranger walking up and saying hello. That's all. Um, There's another rumor that's out there. And it's, of course, with all of this, that's what happens, right? There's just rumors that come out. People run with things. People are trying to get shock factor. There's bloggers. There's everybody. You put out a story, you make it a salacious thumbnail, and then boom, you get 100,000 views, right? Now people are wondering, will Raquel, come? two things. Will Raquel come to the reunion and drop a pregnancy bomb? And I'm like, not a pregnancy bomb. Could you imagine, would you not like freak the p- out so
1: I, would- I I said this to Sheena. I was like, I foresee her being pregnant. And she was like, well, she had her period in New York, so she wasn't pregnant then. Yeah, Is that I TMI? Know. Is TMI? I should not say no, that. I mean, she's been too much to, to be
2: pregnant in my opinion. What? I mean she's been drinking too much to, to be pregnant, in my opinion. Okay, so we might not be getting a
0: pregnancy bomb.
2: And I don't
1: pregnant. think I don't think anytime soon, no.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, and also page six, there was another article that came out too. And they're like, sources told us that, you know, Tom has been trying to get a hold of Raquel for the past few days ahead of the reunion. And she's trying to avoid him and they don't know where their relationship stands. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Wasn't he just in Arizona with her while at her parents' house? And then she had to board up her dog and then she ended up getting to LAX. And that's where TMZ just so happened to catch up with her. Yeah. Are you guys watching the same... I mean, are you are you reading the same articles when I saw that? I'm like, I don't think that's what's happening. And for these two, they better make this into a relationship because that's the only way maybe fans will come around to the idea that I I mean, find something out of this. I I don't know. I don't know what this looks like for them. I
1: agree with you, Adam, because I had to cut, well, I didn't have to, but I cut this part out of my podcast episode with Kale and he, cause he was saying they better not end up together. And I said, I actually think that if they don't end up together, it was all for nothing. And not that I want to see them together for any reason, but like, at least then if they're in love and they're together, it was at least worth something for them to ruin all of these other people's yeah, lives. Yeah, but-
2: i don't think Ham is her person regardless like sure if they if they do end up together i don't think that shit will last at all and maybe the whole point of this was just for both of them to realize like being a shitty human and lying and doing these things and betraying your friends is not what you do and that was a hard lesson to learn could just be that or i mean maybe pre-
1: the point of it is to get ariana free
2: yeah, you know, and to live I her best
1: life, and to find he a- on her
2: highest timeline. You know, like she needed this. I think she's gonna fucking skyrocket now. And just, I just saw that. I think she's doing some movie, lifetime mm-hmm. movie. It's just like she is now free of like this negative bad energy that was ma- around her. That maybe, like, obviously, I don't want to talk badly because, like, I know. She no,
0: you don't have to say much. anything you don't want to
2: say. No, it's fine. It's like I know she loves Tom very much, and I, I, I've also had so so many good times with Tom myself. So and. I don't want to talk badly, but like, I think that maybe now that they're separated, like things are just going to be better. And it was just an awful thing that happened. But I truly believe like that had to happen. And like looking back down the line, they'll be like, okay, yeah, this had that was for my highest good.
0: You know, and I I completely agree with you, Brett. And I I want to kind of piggyback off of that a little bit because when the Toms would come in while we were working at TomTom, Tom, they were so nice to everyone. They were so they were great as we can call them bosses. They were yeah. great as bosses. Um, I mean, they were really like kind of. This is no disrespect. They were like two mascots that would come into the restaurant and then just like sure. it's like you have Mickey Mouse at Disney World. Mickey Mouse comes in, Mickey Mouse and Goofy and they say hi to everyone. They take right. pictures and, and you they know were
2: like, always, they were so good to us when the pandemic happened and they yeah. raised money for us. Like when I was literally broke and like I went to Sandoval's house to pick up my seven hundred dollar check or seven fifty, whatever it was. Like the fact that they did that for us, like I do know that like I have so much love for them still and even though this is all shitty, it's like I never want to speak badly about people because right. at the end of the day, they are part of our lives still.
0: Absolutely. And you don't want to dance on someone's grave either, you know? And I, I think that that rings extremely true, you know? And when what you said about Ariana, I love that she posted changing up the vibe with the vibrator. Like, you know, all of the deals are coming in. She's doing the Lifetime movie starring next to Megan Good. I'm like, I cannot wait. And now everyone's anticipating, highly anticipating something about her. I'm like, this is going to be your moment where you're just going to thrive. And if one thing that I learned about Ariana, I say her name four different ways because <laughs> I'm trying to cover all bases. But one thing that I've learned about her is that she hates when people assume what she's thinking or how she's feeling about something. I learned this because I did the live show in LA and we had the Toms on our stage. And when we did, one of the fans asked a question about Tom Sandoval, when are you and Ariana getting married? And she was in the audience and she took the mic. Somebody gave her a mic and she's like, I just want to say that this question is extremely annoying and nobody in my real life asked me this question. It's only people who don't actually know us. So just to put this to bed and my eyes just went like, she obviously does not like you guys like thinking for her or speaking for her clearly. She's a strong independent woman.
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, who, who does want anyone assuming they're intentions or thoughts you know and it seems like a lot of these viewers they they pigeonhole each of the characters and they like to think that they know what their intentions are and what they're thinking and there's nothing you can say to change their mind even if it came from the horse's mouth
0: Absolutely. Now, another question, because both of you, obviously, you know this Bravo world so well. And in the Bravo world, well, you're always fighting for your next season because your job can come to an end at any moment. And when it does, it's not like there's just a bunch of reality shows knocking on your door, unless you're super lucky. For Raquel and Tom, I feel like for Tom, he's going to be okay. They will... They will still have him on the show, obviously. People will still film with him. But then I think about Raquel, and I'm like, all of these girls have set aside their differences in order to rally around and support Ariana, which is so amazing to see, which is literally, like, if you watched last night's episode, what she's asking for, like, guys, stop fighting. She doesn't want to see it. She doesn't want to hear it. They're rallying around her, which makes me think, especially the way that Lala and a few of the other ones are talking— that there is no way in hell anyone is going to film with Raquel next season. And when you're on an island all by yourself, you get Phaedra Parks, you get Brandy Glanville. It's like production tells you, I'm sorry, nobody will film with you. We can't have you on the show. Do you think that this could potentially happen? Obviously, you're not like a, you're not a psychic, but I mean, do you think it could happen?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, why will they film Sandoval and not her? What's with the double standard, you know?
2: Well, what if
0: they're not in a relationship?
2: Oh, if they're not in a relationship, yeah. I think then Raquel would maybe just be off the show because where would she fit in?
0: Right. Whereas, like, Tom still has Tom-Tom, Schwartz and Sandys. He still has the connection, whereas Raquel wouldn't really have the connection anymore.
2: I think if if there's a, a next season and they stay together, that would be the only way. And she would just be shit on, I feel like, every scene that she had to film with someone. Right. Right.
1: What do you think I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I shenanigan's out tomorrow. I asked Sheena this question oh. and she seems to think that Tom will come back and raquel may not.
0: I mean that's kind of that's what I was leaning towards too unless they do end up carrying out, you know, this relationship. And I feel like right now, you know, I know that Jax went on Watch What Happens Live last night and he's like, this was a crisis PR statement. And if I've ever seen one, just talking about all of the statements that they put out and how sad it was that the first thing that Tom spoke out about was, please don't attack my business before he said anything about Ariana. And I get all of that, but it's like, I don't know. I, I guess just the whole thing, it's just wild to try to break it down. And Jacks even said last night, which I believe Jamie, you spoke about this on your podcast. Andy wanted to ask him, have you spoken to Tom Schwartz? He's like, I'm great friends with Tom Schwartz. We speak all the time. And he's like, how long do you think he knew? Do you think he knew? He's like, oh, he knew for a while now. And he was still, even though he knew he didn't say anything, he was there for his friend, but he was trying to convince Tom to do the right thing and tell Ariana before this goes way too far. Do you buy that?
1: I don't know. I know what I've been told as to when he found out, but I have no idea
0: what the truth is. I hope we get it at the reunion. I think we will. I would assume. I mean, if we don't, Andy Cohen had to film, watch what happens live late last night. And then he had to get on a red eye to LA. I'm sure he's probably not going to be in the most chipper mood, especially based off of the Miami reunion and a couple of the past reunions where he just like, is like, Shut up and like kind of loses it a little bit. I mean, he has two kids now and he's been doing this for a long time. I feel like patience might run thin. But yeah, they better come with some answers because if they don't, Andy Cohen is not going to be too happy about this.
1: I think he'll push for the answers for sure.
0: Yeah, I do. I do too. I do too. And lastly, before we end up wrapping this up, and I want to show everyone where to find you, but are you both now we're hearing chatter? Did you go to BravoCon last year, Jamie? I did not.
2: Did you, Brett? I didn't, but I just saw it might be in Vegas. And if that's the case. If that's
0: the case. I would go. Jamie, would you go?
2: If my
1: schedule allows, yes.
0: Oh, you're a busy gal.
1: <laughs> I am busy. You got <laughs> five restaurants and the podcast and the animal sanctuary. Lots going on.
0: Sugar taco, right? Yes.
1: Sugar taco, the plant butchers.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, good.
0: Wow. I, I, I mean, I knew, I knew you because of the podcast. I didn't realize how much you really had going on. You're like, this is all like, you guys, I have like a whole life going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, reality is not my, my life. Uh, even my podcast, you know, as you know, I co-hosted shenanigans still do here and there, but even with the podcast, Gmail over, I, I, tackle other issues like mental health and women in business, relationships, dating in LA, which is a nightmare. (laughs) Um, But I just try to offer value outside of the world of reality. And, you know, there'll, there'll still be those episodes where Brett will come on, Sheena will come on and we'll discuss stuff like that, but definitely have a life outside of this for sure.
0: I love that. And also Norma Maldonado wants to know if you can briefly just speak on the animal sanctuary.
1: I would love to, Norma. Thank you for asking. It's called Little Bear Animal Sanctuary. The link is in my bio on Instagram. And it's located in Punta Gorda, Florida, which is kind of near Tampa. And um, we have over 200... There it is. We have over 200 rescued animals so far and counting. We were hit pretty hard with the hurricane, had to build barns again and shelter again. But we're doing Okay.
0: Okay. And if people are coming in town to go to something about her or shorts and sandies or Tom Tom Pump sir I mean you guys have options. We also have Sugar Taco there which it is You're right on Melrose? Yeah,
1: Melrose just east, I'm sorry, just west of La Brea. But then we have another one. The first one that you see that photo up there in the corner, that is our newest location in Long Beach on Broadway and Magnolia. Next door to that is our new sister company called The Plant Butchers, which will be a fully plant-based deli slash butcher shop with take-home items as well. That's the inside that you're looking at right now, with the sugar taco side. Our biggest location yet, and we're going to have a nice patio as well. And then we also have another location open on Ventura and Sherman Oaks, which is right across the street from the location that I showed Katie and Ariana for their sandwich
0: shop. Oh my gosh, this is like, you're over here just doing the damn thing.
2: Brett, are you getting free tacos? Um, Yeah, actually, if I post on my TikTok, they give me free tacos. <laughs> so I get an influencer discount and it's d- delicious. You guys have to go check it out.
0: I mean, this all looks so incredible. And I also don't want us to sleep over here on Brett. I want to show Brett off a little bit too. For those of you who, like Brett said on his TikTok, might be living under a rock. I love that line, Brett. Thank you. <laughs> You guys can follow Brett over here. He does the funniest TikToks. He's a Swifty and he loves himself some Britney Spears. And as you can see, I mean, (laughs) as you can see, he's delivering the content. You're so funny. I remember when you used to film the videos too with your family when you would leave. I would ask Brett, I would be like, can you... grandma. (laughs) Yeah, your grandma. And I would be like, can you please um, help me out with a shift or something? And he's like, No. Bitch, I'm flying out. <laughs> I gotta go, and I'm like, Oh, okay. Film okay. with my grandma. Yeah, I gotta go film with my grandma. But yes, if you guys aren't following, make sure you go follow Brett at Brett thirteen, and also Jamie. Make sure that you go follow her at Jamie All Over. Guys, thank you, Jamie so- Lynn All Over. Jamie Lynn All. Well, I'm gonna bring it up right here. I'm just yep. trying to <laughs> hold on really quick. I just want to bring it up so everybody can see. Okay. But I wanted to say again, thank you both so much for joining me. I mean, I feel like you also gave us some clarity. I know that we were supposed to go through like the whole episode, but I feel like you have so much, you know, knowledge as to what's going on behind the scenes. And I feel like we did this in a very tasteful way without ripping apart anyone or just, I hope you guys didn't feel like I brought you on and I was trying to hit you with like little sideline bombs to get you in trouble because that was not my intention at all. That's not how I operate.
1: No, and I love that you said you don't want to dance on anyone's grave. I've been using the term, I don't want to kick someone when they're down, but I am full agreement with that. And it's just a sad situation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jamie, you also have a huge fan in Norma over here. So, okay. And Jamie and Brett are amazing people. We love you, Brett and Jamie. Okay. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next time. And definitely we'll be checking you out on the pod. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a beautiful day and we will all wait for the reunion updates. Thanks. Sam. Yeah, um, um, bye. <laughs> bye Jamie. Bye Brett. Bye. bye. All right guys. So that was Jamie and Brett. Make sure you definitely go check them out. You can follow them on Instagram or you can go listen to Jamie on her podcast. And in the meantime, right after this, I just want to show you guys in case you haven't checked it out. Hold on. I'm going to go over there right now. Go to my YouTube channel because we are dropping a new interview with Teresa Judice and Melissa Feaster from Namaste Bitches podcast that drops today at 1.30. When I say that you guys don't want to miss this, I'm not even joking. This is going to be wild. I asked them about, I asked Teresa about her relationship with her brother because she's going through therapy. I said, would you ever do therapy with your brother? She answered the question. I asked her, would you film with your brother and Melissa next next season? She answered the question. I asked her, "How do you feel about being compared to podcasts like Two Teas in a Pod?" She answered the question. These ladies were on fire. Melissa Feaster is amazing. Don't sleep on her either. These two as a duo on Namaste Bitches podcast, they absolutely kill it and their energy is insane. So check that out. Join me in the live chat at 1.30. If you guys aren't subscribed, get subscribed. And also we have our Messy Little Hellion sister channel up and Adam 2. too. Go check her out as well. Jason did the after party for Vanderpump Rules last night and he he was on some other stuff. Not like he wasn't actually on some stuff, but he was absolutely killing it. Love it. You got to go check that out. We had a thousand people in the room. And like it says in the banner below that I had up earlier, we love our roses. So go get yours at roseforever.com. I showed this earlier, but just in case you didn't see, they have beautiful bouquets, any size. Mother's Day is coming up. I mean, I have little, big, I have black velvet. I have clear acrylic. Roseforever.com and use code ADAM25 to get $25 off your purchase. Love you guys. Bye